Hi, and welcome back to Growing Pains. So for today's episode, I have some mixed feelings because I'm going to start a new series on this podcast called Book Talk. And the first book I'm going to be discussing is Divergence. Now, a lot of people know this about me um, just because like I did have to read this for like book club and then also like I've been ranting about this book. I didn't like this book and um, I'm not sure if this is the best book to start off this series with just because I didn't have like the most positive um, feelings about the writing but in honor of today being like the last book club I've had for this book and like the last uh, day I'm gonna have to like do anything for this book club at least the book itself, we have, like, yet to do a literary essay, which, like, scares me. Anyways, um, but in honor of all of this, I did want to talk about it, just because a little bit earlier today during school, I was um, doing, like, a book club meeting for it, and it got pretty heated, so I think it'll be interesting to revisit those feelings from only a few hours prior. Now, there will be a few spoilers ahead, and Uh, The Goodreads link will be in the description below, so if you want more information or more generalized information, but also make sure to listen at your own pace, just in case you don't want to hear certain spoilers, Um, and then also, this is just my opinion, not everyone's, even though I feel like I talk, or talk, I can speak for most people when I say that this is not my favorite book, but this is also a new genre for me, and from what I can think of, I don't remember reading any other dystopian book besides this one i probably have but not that i know of and if i have it's probably been like one other book so i don't have experience in this genre and that's probably why i didn't love the book um but yeah let's get into it so um divergence like i don't know where to start because I actually finished reading this book a couple of weeks ago, but I've been having to go back to it for like discussions and then also just like schoolwork. Um, but I, one thing I want to do for like future book talk episodes as well is I want to start with reading the blurb. So just like a generalized idea of like what you're going to be like listening to or hearing about. Um, and so for Divergent, it is three flying birds, one for each member of the family I left behind. 16-year-old Triss is forced to make a terrible choice. In a divided society where everyone must conform, Triss does not fit. So she ventures out alone, determined to discover where she truly belongs. Shocked by her brutal new life, Triss can trust no one. And yet she's drawn to a boy who seems to both threaten and protect her. The hardest choice lies ahead. Okay, um, as someone who's read the book and, like, has only, you know, like, read the blurb now, um... I think they do, like, a pretty good, like, well, I don't know, because it's not, like, a bad blurb. It's, like, it's really vague, but I think you get the general idea. Anyway, so Divergent is a part of a trilogy, and the sequel is Insurgent, and then the book after that is Allegiant. To be honest, after reading Divergent, I was just not in the mood to read Insurgent, And if I was, it was probably only for like this one school assignment that we had to do, but then that ended up passing and we got stuck in remote learning. And so it just got complicated and it honestly did not seem worth it. Um, So 
this is probably going to be a bit off. Or wait, actually, should I check? I want to say this book is like 486. No, 7. 480, yeah, 487 pages, which isn't, like, too bad, especially since I know, like, dystopian books can be, like, very long and descriptive, depending on, like, whether or not they're, like, a series, and then whether or not they're, like, a long series, and since this is a trilogy, they do have to pack a lot of information in the one book, um, but honestly, I don't think that's, like, too bad, but for me, as uh, someone who, like, didn't like this book, um, but also is, like, new to the to like this genre I do feel like getting like a shorter book or a book that's like more connected to the stuff that I like to read or that has like a similar storyline or way of being written um that's similar to what I like would have probably been like a safer option um but I will say actually a little bit of back story so today uh this was like our last day of doing book club. So our teacher wanted us to like in the Google meet, she wanted us to like write four words to describe how we felt about our book. I want to say mine were confused, annoyed, intrigued, and then disappointed. Yeah. So like not exactly like the best ways to describe a book, but I will say like, since it was for school and then obviously, like, I mean, as someone who's like, I feel like is an avid reader, I don't love not finishing a book like that kind of like it's agitating and like as much as I can dislike a book it's very rare that I'll just like stop in the middle of it and like I've done it a couple of times but the one time that it was like really bad was like I was reading Artemis Fowl if you've read that book uh maybe you'll understand maybe not but basically like I'd read and I had gotten like a like a hundred like fifty pages in and I was just not having it it was like taking me like two weeks to get to like that amount of um pages which is like really bad <laughs> and so I'd like put it in a drawer in my desk and it wasn't until a few months later when we moved that I took it out and I put it back with the rest of my books so I don't know if it's like I didn't like I just didn't like it that much or like I saw it and just didn't feel like putting it back but yeah I don't know if like divergent is to that extent because I did finish it and it honestly isn't like all that bad probably recommend it if you're like into uh dystopian but also like it's made into a movie actually pretty sure all three of them are made into a movie yeah all three books are made to an, into a movie so i mean there must be some like diehard fans but i'm just not one anyways so what are my feelings on the book it's a good book in the sense that like it's kind of annoying that there's like so many uh notes that or like i was able to find so many like flagged notes but I can see like why this is a book club book and like why they'd want us to like read this in school even though I don't think it's like the best book club book but like here's our bookmark for like dystopian books and these are like all the things we have to like take notes on or look for so things have gone awry rules and customs characters challenging rules and customs responding to power archetypes pressures personal and external themes, social issues, and systematic problems. So yeah, some pretty in-depth and like serious stuff. And it kind of like goes along with like what's going on now to a much higher extent, of course, but still. And so I can like see why it's these books are like important to read because like I probably wouldn't dip my feet in the dystopian genre without like a little push 
especially when it comes to school, because like school is obviously very important and you always want to do the best you can when it comes to school. And so for me, that meant taking all these notes and having to deal with the book. And then just like at the end, when we got to do our final book club today, kind of just letting it all out. Like it was it was a rant for sure, especially for me. Like my other book club members were heated. Like they, yeah, they, yeah, we were all heated. But like for me, I was like full on ranting and I would not stop. Um, and actually, I think what I'm going to do just to like for you guys to get like a better idea of the book is so we have like the slideshow that like we use for um, book clubs just to like know what to discuss. So I think I'm going to go back to that just so you guys can get an idea of like what I had to answer and like my answers to the uh, questions just because I think it'll make it more interesting but also that way if like I'm spoiling it it's like in specific sections and it's not going to be vague but it's definitely going to be like specified in like maybe the timeline of the book will make sense. So basically like as this loads some backstory of the book. Um, so Beatrice, she's 16 years old and basically in this like world she lives in post-apocalyptic, I guess you could say at 16, you take an aptitude test, which decides which faction you live in. And there are like five factions, each one with a belief. And they believe this value so strongly. Like it's the only belief you can have. And it like revolves around your whole life. Like it really is a mess because as organized and as perfect as it may seem, like they don't have wars. She hasn't heard the word murder in a long time. It's very problematic because you're telling people how they can and can't believe or think. Um, And then just also like some context is like, it takes place in Chicago, but like the factions kind of have separated it. And like the Sears Tower is now known as like the hub and like that's where like they all come together and stuff. So the five, yeah, the five factions are abnegation, which believes in selflessness, dauntless, which believes in bravery, candor and honesty, erudite and intelligence, or like a thirst for knowledge, and then amenity. I it's they like don't they mention amenity like when they're talking about like all the factions, but yeah, they don't like they never did tell us like what the belief for amenity was or like it has been a couple of weeks since I've actually like read the book I've just been like going back and like skimming it of course so they may have said it I can actually check in my notebook right now let me check okay I'm kind of just going through this this is like how I would do my like book clubs and stuff yeah amenity they don't tell us which is actually kind of weird because like if you think about it it's so vague that it's really only four factions, but I'm not going to get into that because the factions are just so problematic and, like, the problems are endless. And I can see why, like, one of the things we had to look for was systematic problems just because the factions themselves. And then also, in a way, the factions are, like, an archetype because in, like, all dystopian books, I feel like there's, like, this, like, government or just, like, this, not company, but, like, collective Um, of like higher power that just seems like it has everything put together and it's like making everything better but really it's just making the place and like the citizens 
um, worse than it should be. I don't think I phrased that very well. Now, so, okay. So the plot, yeah. So what happens? So yes, so Beatrice, she's 16 years old. And basically, once you're 16 years old, you stop going to school. You take an aptitude test. And the aptitude test decides whether or not like what faction you are so whether or not like you say in your faction is up to you of course but like it will decide like which faction you belong in and so most people usually like they get their answers but Beatrice's is inconclusive meaning she's divergent and to be divergent it's like very rare very secretive and something you have to keep hidden she's not sure why and then like until you get into like the book itself um and really like understand it you will eventually understand why but she doesn't know why um but basically they have like this choosing ceremony that leads into an initiation so the choosing ceremony is when you choose the faction that you're going to go to for the rest of your life and then there's like initiations within all the uh, factions that you can become a member and only a certain amount of people can become members within the faction and so you have to fight for your place and like that's the whole point of initiation and like the initiates so she chooses dauntless and you don't learn this until later but that's actually a very risky choice because there are like leaders in dauntless looking for the divergent to kill them and like we also eventually learn in the book that beatrice's mom was divergent and used to be in dauntless and she moved to the faction abnegation where beatrice's family is like from because it was a, like a safer choice, but also the abnegation. Um, they like rule the council since they're selfless. And so they don't want power for greedy reasons. At least that's like the belief that they have or like the reasoning behind it. And so, yeah, she has like access to like power and like secrets and documents and all that stuff. And then also like she's safe. So it's like not the ideal life for her mom, obviously, but, you know, it got her started and it, it may, I mean she didn't know it but like maybe in like the back part of her brain like maybe for like her and her mom for like both of their dreams to come true she chose uh, Dauntless otherwise it was just like something that she wanted and like we don't know if that's like what it is or not anyways but yeah so the thing about Dauntless is like right as soon as she gets to Dauntless Oh, and by the way, her abandoning her family is, like, such a bad, forbidden thing. Of course, like, she has the choice, and she does end up leaving. But, like, her dad, like, cuts off contact with her. Not like he can have much contact, but, like, when he does have the opportunities, he doesn't end up, like, coming and, like, supporting and asking how she is. Just because, like, at 16, you're, like, technically an adult, and just the fact that she chose something that um, her parents well mostly her dad didn't necessarily like agree on caused that kind of division and that's also like a big thing like the division of the factions is so bad and why is that if they all have like these really good beliefs I mean like let's say Candor for example with their honestly is it great to be honest all the time not exactly you can't hurt people's feelings and actually they dress black and white to like represent their way of thinking that the world is only black or white, um, which isn't good either. There's like definitely like crevices in between, especially when it comes to like honesty. Like when it like 
when you're saying like a white lie to somebody, like maybe you're like, I'm unaware, like, what's a good example? Yeah, like I'm unaware black pants. You don't like say what type of black pants and maybe like you go in something that like someone wasn't expecting. You aren't necessarily lying to them. You're just like leaving out details or like you're like, if you don't want to like, share something with somebody like whether it's a food or like secret or something because you don't want to hurt somebody else and you lie about like that you know like there's certain parts where it's like you're either setting boundaries or you're just like um saving someone from like getting hurt for whatever reason that may be um so that's like one of the problems for and that's like just for kindling and then, like, for Dauntless, like, just, like, the concept and, like, the idea of brave, bravery changed, like, over the years. Like, they chose younger leaders. Um, and so, like, things were changing a lot. And Dauntless, once Beatrice joined, and it's, like, so much more tough um, than it used to be. And that's, like, partially has to do with, like, them seeking out divergence. Um, are you satisfied with the book slash series ended? So I only read the first book and I'm not going to read the other two. And I'm going to say I was disappointed because it's just about like, of course, like they want to continue the book. And so you get like a good enough ending to where it's like, I don't feel like I have to read the other book. Or like, if you're like me and you didn't like the book, you're like, at least, you know, I got that like solidified ending that can continue. But also if it doesn't, it's not the end of the world. Um. And so that's what I ended up getting in. Honestly, so four, which is like Beatrice's love interest, like I just didn't like that relationship because I thought, so basically he's like the leader of the initiates, like he trains them and stuff. And he was actually um, offered a higher position like in Dauntless that he denied because like what we also find out is like he's divergent. And like obviously Dauntless isn't like a safe faction to be in if you're a divergent. The fact that the leaders are seeking out divergence to kill them like it's just it wouldn't have worked out and then also he didn't want that so anyways based on stuff like that I like thought he was 25 and so when he started like intermingling with a uh, Beatrice or Tris as she calls herself um when she leaves abnegation um I was like concerned and like I did not like their relationship I still don't um so I was not satisfied with the ending because like it was like also uh revolved around them too because like they're the way it seemed, at least, is like that they're going to save the day. Um, in the next two books. Okay. What would I change, if anything? Mm, I'd, be, I'd, like, probably make it less dark and gruesome because I don't think, like, I know it's supposed to be post-apocalyptic and, like, just, like, a mirror into, like, what the world can look like, maybe even does look like. But I feel like it's so dark for no reason. And maybe, like, that's, like, part of dystopian books. But I, I just think making it less dark and like realistic enough to where people can like relate it back to like the real world real world okay characters i did not okay who did you love i did not love any of them even though like beatrice's mom like she actually ends up dying and like saving both her daughter and then probably like you know the rest of the like living abnegation people and i really appreciate that because like even though she's supposed to be in abnegation, like, you know, once she transferred from Dauntless, she still had that, like, 
thought process in the back of her head and like when she saw that Beatrice didn't fit in in on vacation she was fine with you know knowing the fact that her daughter's like gonna leave the faction and leave them and she still went to like visit um, Beatrice when she was given the opportunity but I, I wouldn't say like I love her mom like her mom is definitely like a flawed character and like even though it's not like the ideal thing to do it still would have been selfless for her to tell Beatrice certain things so that she's safe because she's still like she's still helping someone else um even though like let's say it was so that she could feel better herself that would be like selfish but I don't know I don't really see that connection who did you hate (laughs) I don't that's the thing I don't love or hate any of these characters like at this point I feel neutral just because like after my book club meeting today I'm just like I've gotten all of that stuff out of me. Like, I'm done. Um, but I will, I'll answer who surprised you. Like, all of the characters really surprised me. Like, they're so three-dimensional, even though it's, like, kind of, like, in a darker way and, like, in even, like, a sadder way than it should be. But I didn't have, like, an emotional attachment to the characters, which is good because it's, like, it's a dystopian book. And, like, if you were to have a emotional attachment it like would just complicate the book because it's like a dark book and like obviously it's not going to end the way you think it's going to end otherwise um it wouldn't be like a like super good dystopian book um i mean maybe it could be i just don't see that happening because like there's all these other genres where like authors can explore with like um happy endings and all that uh cliffhangers and so i think it's good that dystopian books are not what you expect even though it's obviously makes it harder for like authors to write like really you know good books that people like are diehard fans for and like continue to read i just feel like that's why like i can't see people being like fans of dystopian and only reading dystopian like that'd be so hard and that would definitely like take a toll because at least for me i read for pleasure and to free my mind but also like i know i'm doing something good for my body and my mind and so dystopian like that would take a toll on you and it just takes like so much energy to like understand everything who do you want as a best friend okay so christina who's like and will who are like good friends of tris and like even though like they do kind of like leave her for a little bit of the book they do come back to her so like i would want friends like those because like they're honest with her they help her and like for a majority of the book they are there for her who would be your friend of me? I feel like four just because, like, and, like, even Beatrice, just because, like, they're flawed characters, and what they do is, like, good at the end of the day, but, like, do you think they make, like, stupid choices, and just, like, the way that they're, like, written, um, or, like, described, and just the fact that people have gone in and out of their lives show they're not, like, the first person you root for, but they also have, like, good intentions a good amount of the time, and they're flawed, which makes them easier to, like, connect to, I guess. I'm not, okay, I think I made it pretty clear that I'm not a fan of dystopian fiction. Um, I don't, like, that's the thing about love and hate questions. I feel like there's so many, like, I, at this point, I'm, like, neutral towards it. Like, I feel like props to you if you're able to, like, understand it. And this is, like, a genre that you can see yourself, like, reading back to back. Like, that can never beat me. Like, if I was to read dystopian, whether it's, like, I have to or I 
choose to, I can never read like back-to-back books, even if it's a series. And like most series, unless I really, really like the books, I can't read them back-to-back just because like I like to clear my mind and like just change things up. It just makes it more interesting and it doesn't feel as though hearing like a continuous book. Um, and I feel like with dystopian, it gets like so confusing and like all the books share uh, sim- similar like plots and like storylines and traits that like it would kind of be like that, at least for me. So honestly, not a fan. I don't love or hate it. I do congratulate people who are able to read these books for pleasure and enjoy them just because you probably have a good insight into like what life will look like in the future and probably have like good um, ideas as to like how things should and shouldn't be because like you're reading about like the worst of the worst. You're reading about post-apocalyptic and like a semi-realistic way was i a fan before no have you become a convert no would you recommend your friends read this book i mean if you're like fantasy or dystopian readers then mm, probably but like i'm not the type of person who like recommends a book until um, until unless i really really like it or i can see myself rereading it just because like i go through books Sometimes I go through them fairly quickly. Sometimes it takes me like a little bit more time and that can be whether I enjoy them or not. And so it's like really hard to like find really good books that I would recommend. Um, But if I do, then yeah. For this, probably not. But just because I've read it and I can say I recommend it or like do things like this, like have a whole podcast episode based on the book, I could. I don't see myself going out of my way to do it though. What book do you now want to read? Now, I think this is going to be the last question. I'm going to kind of like wrap up the um, episode from here. But a uh, paw. I'm so done. <laughs> um, but a book I do want to read. I'm assuming this is like a dystopian like genre question. Um, so that's how I'm going to answer it. But like a lot of people are surprised when I say that I haven't read Hunger Games. Now, am I super interest- interested? Interested? I cannot talk ever. I don't know who let me do this, who let me have a podcast. I mean, that was me, but like still. And it's so ironic because I'm like staring at my Tumblr and it says I'm speaking. I am, not well, but still. Anyways, um, a book I want to read would be Hunger Games, just like out of interest. Just It's like so popular and the series is like quite long and there's like all these movies and like it's kind of like the Harry Potter series where it's like people are like diehard fans or at least have like respect for it, whether they've read the book or not. Um, and not like I want to go through like that, you know, whole thing. I just want to read the first book and at least say that I can because people are surprised. They're like, oh my God, you haven't read Hunger Games. No, because I am a sucker for like, I hate change. I hate change. And so... Do I like trying new things? Yes. I don't like being repetitive for like long periods of times, but being able to rely on something is like something, I apologize. Um, This is why we're ending it like after this. But um, I like having things I can rely on, whether that's like books or like comfort shows, like the clothes that I choose to wear, like they're just like tinier things that like, I have to have them the way they are. Otherwise, it's just going to be a mess. So I think I'm going to end the podcast here. Yeah, that was my rant on Divergent. If you've stayed, 
all the way here. Thank you. Um, but also, sorry, because I know how hard it can be to, like, listen to people just, like, let it out. Much less about a book. Um, but hopefully the future book talk episodes are more enlightening and positive. I do want this to be a way for me to recommend books to you guys. And then also I think it'll be, like, a really, like, cool, like, mini book club thing where, like, you know, you can, like, skim through books and not have to spend hours on, like, Goodreads trying to find, like, one mediocre book that you want to read. Anyways, that's it for this week's episode, and join us next week for what I'm hoping is a more fun um, and just, like, overall positive episode. Bye!